everything because of Jesus, what he's done for us. And I want to say to you again, Happy New Year. It's so good to be alive. It's so good to be here. It's so good to see you. Um, this morning, there's a few people that aren't here, and I just want to pray for them this morning. They're uh, serving with uh, the Emergency Ministries team uh, down, um, actually, I'm not sure if they're in Lawn or, uh, no, they're down that way, um, Ben Warren, yeah, serving with uh, the Emergency Ministries after what happened at uh, the Falls Festival the other day. So I just want to pray for them, and also for Clary. Um, I know Clary, I just heard this morning, has been in hospital, so I just want to pray for Clary. Many of you would know Clary, who's uh, been here for a long time, but now in Bannockburn. So let's just pray right now. Maybe there's someone that you know this morning that even as we say Happy New Year, you're thinking, gee, that person's just got a really hard place at the moment. You just want to pray for that person and that they might know that through Christ we have all those things that Ed's reminded us of as he read that psalm before, that all the things that Christ died for us to have. Let's, let's claim those things for, for one another, for those people that they're ministering to this morning. Let's pray now. God, we, we thank you for your love. God, we, we begin this year by declaring... How amazing your grace is, God. How amazing your love is, Lord. And Lord Jesus, right now we just bring to you all these ones. They're on our minds this morning, Lord, for, for Clary who's been in hospital. Lord, for those that have been, uh, Lord, traumatized and, and injured, Lord, at the, the Falls Festival. Lord, we just pray for the team as they minister to those people that have been affected by that, God. We just pray that you'd give them wisdom. You pray that you'd help them just to, to be your hands and feet in that situation, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that we have to step into that situation as your church, to, to, to show your love to those in that situation. God, we bring before you, each one we know that maybe they're struggling to see how it is a happy new year. Lord, we, we ask, God, that you would bring faith to their heart, Lord God, that you would bring faith, that, Lord, you would activate faith within them, Lord, that they wouldn't see things through their natural eyes, Lord God, but we would see things, that they would see things by faith. Lord Jesus, that we would know the things that you have done for us, that we could claim those things by faith, that we would go forward this year by faith. And Lord Jesus, we just entrust this year to you, because Lord, we know that you are good, good, Oh, what a good Father we have, Lord God. We just thank you, God, that we can trust all things to you. And we just commit our year ahead to you, Lord, now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you had a, a wonderful Christmas time with your family, friends, whatever you got up to Christmas Day. And I hope the end of 2016 was a great time. I wonder how many of you said last year during the week that's just gone past because Christmas was finished. Does anyone say, I remember last year when you were talking about la the year that you were still in last week? I did that a few times. Anyway, that's got nothing to do with what I was going to say. Um, Happy New Year. Charlie, we're going to go with the, the second lot of slides. We're going to talk about um, something this morning. And I, I, I had two outlines. And I was kind of just still deciding as I handed Charlie the, the, the PowerPoint. But Happy New Year. I want to say also uh, welcome to our visitors and welcome to those who are listening on our podcast. This year we had 1,139 people listen to our message online. That started in May. We had about 50 per month in the first couple of months. The last couple of months we've had about 200 people listening online. So we want to say welcome, those of you out there. Thanks for joining us. And I just thank God for the opportunity we have. We're ministering to people every week in Norway. You might be able to guess who some of them are. Um, <laughs> Peru, Bolivia, Mexico, France, 
every week, every month, there's about 10 people in France listening to our podcast. We want to say hello to you. Um, all over the world, the gospel is going out from this place. And I just thank God for every one of you. I thank God for our tech team who make that happen. And we just thank God for those of you who are listening on this podcast right now. Um, and those that are going to listen this year ahead. I, I, I pray that we might reach two, three, who knows how many thousand people that the gospel might go out to someone who never would have heard except they just happen to look at our podcast and uh, listen and, and have faith brought to them through that. So praise God. Woo! Well, this week we, we had some fun. I did a bit of work, a bit of rest, a bit of play and we got to the beach one day and uh, who loves the beach? Any kids want to go to the beach over the holidays? Yep, well, I don't, I have some big kids too, fantastic. We had a great time at the beach, but it was one of those days, you turn up at the beach and uh, it's raining, it was still really nice and warm, so it's like, I, I got out of the car and I'm trying to get things ready and uh, it was raining so much, I'm thinking, I don't have a spare shirt, so I might as well just take my shirt off, get things ready and then we'll head to the beach and I'll have a dry shirt to put on afterwards. So I whip, whip my shirt off and get the kids' stuff all ready and we head down to the beach, we have a great time at the beach but you know what I forgot, don't you? Sunscreen. Who loves sunscreen? In fact, I love sunscreen so much now. I brought some with me this morning. I'm just going to put some on because I love sunscreen so much now. Without sunscreen, life can be painful, I've got to tell you. I've, I've had a painful week. I'm just going to put some sunscreen on because I love sunscreen. Who loves sunscreen, kids? Who, who loves it when your parents put sunscreen on? Now I haven't got it rubbed in, have I? <laughs> Sunscreen is wonderful. Sunscreen, you put it on and you don't even know it's doing anything, do you? I've still got it on my face, haven't I? <laughs> I should have thought about that. Uh, you, you, you get it, you, you put it on, you forget about it, you go swimming, you come back and you're not burnt, hopefully, if you put it on properly. But you don't put sunscreen on and you, you don't even realise that anything's happening until later that day, you go to lie down at night and you go, ow, 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 ow. And this morning, I want to talk about something that's a little bit like sunscreen. Just a little bit. You know, sometimes we get burnt at the beach, but sometimes we get burnt in life. Has anyone been burnt in life? Anyone been hurt by a friend? Anyone been hurt by an enemy? Anyone been hurt by circumstances in life? Life can be hard. Life can be really challenging at times. But this morning, we're going to start a bit of a, a new series and we'll call this series Press Play on a, lot, on a Year of Daring Faith. Press Play on a Year of Daring Faith. I believe God wants us to begin this year with a, a daring faith that trusts God no matter what. And you know what? Daring faith is a little bit like sunscreen. You don't even know you've got it on sometimes. But as you walk forward with that daring faith on, it's amazing the difference it makes. You don't even re realise the, 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 the rays that are coming at you. But daring faith, in uh, Ephesians 6, it talks about the shield of faith. As we carry that shield of faith, we might even forget we've got it on at times. But as we go forward with daring faith, God's going to do amazing things this year, as Matt's already said. As, and we can believe that God's going to do amazing things this year as we go forward with daring faith. Has anyone ever toasted marshmallows? Yeah, well, we toasted a few last night, and um, just to help you remember what I'm talking about this morning, I thought I'd bring some marshmallows along, and to be honest, these are the only ones I could find in the cupboard, and my memory is that they're a little bit old. 
But who knows, old marshmallows still taste good because they're full of sugar. Oh dear. If I could show you this, you'd be like, oh, Andrew, how long have you had them? Who loves marshmallows? Now, just, to, just so you know, I've, I've come prepared. I, I have a fire blanket up here. Matt, do you want to just come in and hold that for me, just in case? No, just kidding. <laughs> but marshmallows are really fun. Marshmallows are great. I brought my little toasting fork. Um, marshmallows are great. And marshmallows are really, really yummy. And, but you, you've got to toast them, don't you? And marshmallows are yummy toasted but, uh, without being toasted, but so much better toasted. And you've got to toast them right. You've got to set them on fire. Has anyone else set them on fire? Yeah, like you can't just have the, br- the black stuff just from a, a bit of singeing from the edges. You've got you to light it up. So I'm going to eat a marshmallow if I can get this to go. Here we go. You've got to toast it good. Marshmallows are great. And this marshmallow is so old that it won't even catch on fire. <laughs> oh, there we go. It's on fire. There's no smoke alarms in here, is there? <laughs> there we go. That's a good-looking marshmallow. And I'm going to learn from experience. I'm not going to eat it now. I'm going to eat it later and make you all just go, oh, oh, oh. I'm going to sit that there. Yummy marshmallows. Marshmallows are great. But you know what? We're the marshmallow. And sometimes fire comes and it burns us. Sometimes life is like that fire and it just heats up and we just feel the heat. Does anyone have a... No, you don't have to put your hand up to that one. But maybe you've had some moments in the previous year where you just feel like the heat is on and you're about to burst into flames. You don't know what to do because it's just hard. Kids, maybe you've had some days at school. Maybe you've got some friends around you that are just a bit like fire and you know it's dangerous when they're around you because you feel like you're going to combust and do something you know you shouldn't. But I want to say this morning that faith is like a shield that protects us from the fire. We put sunscreen on that protects us from the flames of the sun. But the Bible says that Jesus said, I, I came to bring life and life abundantly. He says he, he, came to, he was going to send the Holy Spirit and that we would be like a, a, a fountain, it would be a river of living water flowing from within us. And I just imagine if you've if you got the marshmallow and, and put it in a cup of water. Oh, I haven't got a cup of water this morning. Oh, that's all right. I never drink it, do I? <laughs> um, if you put a marshmallow in, in, the, in the cup of water and you, and you put the flame on, the flame might scare the marshmallow and you, the, the stick might be able to jab it still and get a... Oh, Matt's got a cup of water. There we are. You, you put the marshmallow in there. And number one, ah, oh, relief. Nathaniel burned his finger last night on the, on, the, on the sparkler and it was relief in the cup of water, wasn't it, mate? And God wants us to dive into a daring faith this year. He wants us to dive in to, to find relief from the fires that we might have faced in the year gone by that we might be protected like a shield of faith around us. When I say daring faith, I wonder what you think of. I wonder if you think of Moses. I wonder if you think of David beating Goliath or, or Abraham or Gideon facing the army with his 300 men. What do you think of when I say daring faith? This morning I want us to look at a guy who you probably wouldn't associate with daring faith normally. A guy by the name of Naaman. In 2 Kings chapter 5, if you've got your Bibles there, you might want to open up and read along. So I think daring faith often doesn't look like what we think it does. 2 Kings chapter 5, and let's read. The king of Aram had, had great admiration, I was going to say administration, I'm thinking that's not the right word, great admiration 
for Naaman, the commander of his army, because th- through him the Lord had given Aram great victories. But through, though Naaman was a mighty warrior, he suffered from leprosy, which was kind of like the parts of his body were flaking off and he's... It's not a good thing, kids. At this time, Aramean raiders had invaded the land of Israel, and among their captives was a young girl who had been given to Naaman's wife as a maid. One day the girl said to her mistress, I wish my master would go and see the prophet in Samaria. He would heal him of his leprosy. So Naaman told the king about what the young girl from Israel had said. Go and visit the prophet, the king of Aram told him. I'll send a letter of introduction for you, and take, for you to take to the king of Israel. So Naaman started out carrying as gifts 750 pounds of silver, 150 pounds of gold. I don't think Naaman carried it. I think it's lying. I think someone else carried it for him. And 10 sets of clothing. The letter to the king of Israel said, With this letter I present my servant Naaman. I want you to heal him of his leprosy. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes in dismay and said, Am I God that I can can give life and take it away? Why is this man asking me to heal some with, with leprosy? I can see that he's just trying to pick a fight with me. He's like, I can't do it. What's he talking about? This is crazy. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard the king, that the king of Israel had torn his clothes in dismay, he sent this message to him. Why are you so upset? Send Naaman to me, and he will learn that there is a true prophet here in Israel. So Naaman went with his horses and chariots and waited at the door of Elisha's house. But Elisha sent a messenger out to him. And with this message, go and wash yourselves seven times in the Jordan River, then your skin will be restored, and you will be healed of your leprosy. But Naaman became angry and stalked away. I thought he would certainly come out to meet me, he said. I expect him to wave his hand over the leprosy and call on the name of the Lord his God and heal me. Aren't the rivers of Damascus and the Abner and the, the Fafra better than any of the rivers in Israel? Why shouldn't I wash in them and be healed? So Naaman turned and went away in a rage. But his officers tried to reason with him and said, Sir, if the prophet had told you to do something very difficult, wouldn't you have done it? So you should certainly obey him when he says simply, Go and wash and be cured. So Naaman went down to the Jordan River, dipped himself seven times as the man of God had instructed, and his skin became as healthy as the skin of a young child. And he was healed. Then Naaman and his entire party went back to find the man of God. They stood before him and Naaman said, Now I know that there is no God in all the world except in Israel. So please accept a gift from your servant. But Elisha replied, As surely as the Lord lives whom I serve, I will not accept any gifts. And though Naaman urged him to take the gift, Elisha refused. Naaman was an important guy. Naaman was the king's commander of the army. He's an important guy. So God just healed him, didn't he? No. God didn't just heal him and say, you're an important guy, I can't disturb you, you just got to get healed where you are. God's... Naaman had to do something. Naaman had a servant girl talk to his wife and Naaman heard that maybe maybe he could get healed. I think Naaman probably thought, oh, I've got leprosy, what do I do? I'm just a leper now. And you know, we've got to be careful not to identify ourselves with something that's happened to us. We, our identity isn't in what's happened to us or what we've done. Our identity is in Christ. 
And Naaman was a leper, and, and he probably thought, I'm never going to be healed of this. I'm going to be a leper forever. But this young servant girl says to his, his wife about this prophet, about this one that can heal, and Naaman hears about it, and I think he's like, it might not be true, but maybe, just maybe, maybe this could be true. Maybe I can, have, maybe I can be healed. And in that moment, I think there's a seed of faith planted in Naaman. He's, he says, maybe it's true. Maybe I can be healed. He says he, it says he goes, and he, he, he thinks. He, he, he says, I thought the prophet would come out and meet me at least. I expected that this prophet would wave his hand over me and, and declare in God's name that I was healed. But he didn't. And Naaman goes, this is crazy. I'm an important person. Doesn't he know who I am? And he storms off in a rage. And I wonder if maybe sometimes we think, God, I thought you would do it like this. God, I thought you would at least do this and this and this for me. God, I, I expected that when I did this, surely you would do that. And we, we get frustrated and we think, God, what are you doing? Do you really love me? And we storm off in a rage and leave the blessing that he has for us. You know, the first step of daring faith is obedience. Daring faith begins with obedience. And guys, as we talk about at home, daring faith in God and obedience to God is a great place to learn that, is obedience to your parents. It's a good, good challenge for the holidays. Practice daring faith and trust what your parents say to you. There's a challenge. Let's learn to obey. Adults, let's have daring faith and obey the speed limit even when we're running late. Let's have daring faith and obey the laws over us because we're called to obey the authorities over us. He thought, he expected, but God didn't do it that way. And he nearly missed out on the blessings God had for him. But his, his officials come to him and say, surely if he'd said, go and do this amazing thing, you would have done it. You, if he said you had to climb to this mountain and find this special plant and jump on your head five times, you would have attempted it because you're Naaman. But now he says, go and wash in the river and you say, I'm too good for that. Like, what are you? You're crazy. You're, pride, you're, you're prideful, you're arrogant, and you will not even do this simple thing. Because you know what, sometimes God calls us to do a simple thing that breaks our pride instead of doing some amazing thing that then we then would think, oh, we did that. God helped me to do it maybe, but I did that. God calls us to simply obey so often. Simple obedience. I think it's sometimes harder to, to, to maintain than to aim for the mountain and try and conquer the thing that we think we should try and do for God. I think Naaman wanted a mountain to climb and say, look how great I am at doing what God told me to do. But he didn't simply want to trust and obey what God had commanded him to do. I wonder what's God said to you that he just simply wants you to obey and do. Who's that person he's wanting you to just say, I'm sorry. Not to go and conquer a mountain for them, not to go and do this thing for that person, but to simply go and say, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. Daring faith is not about doing daring things so often. Daring faith is not about doing daring things, but daring to trust God in everything. 
everything, no matter how big or how small. Daring faith is about trusting God with all things. It's not doing some amazing thing for God today and then for the rest of the week doing my own thing. Daring faith is saying, God, my life is yours. Here it is. Please guide me, use me. I trust you. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about, we do not, about what we do not see. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Faith is, is about trusting God and saying, I know you love me. Jesus came and died on the cross for my sin. He rose again. He proved to the world who he is. I know your love for me. And although I can't see it in this circumstance at the moment, I know it, I trust it, and I'm going to believe it, God, and I'm just going to walk forward with you and know that you're in control. Ephesians 1 verse 18 says, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand, some, some translations say, so you can see the, the confident hope he has given to those he called. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called. We have a confident hope. We have a hope that will not disappoint us. Kids, Jesus is the answer to your life. Your life, the greatest life, is found in Jesus. The hope we have in him. And Paul's prayer was that their hearts would be flooded with light and understanding of who God is so that they would trust God no matter what. And when we get to know who God is, we can't help but have faith. When you read the Bible and see what God has done time after time after time, His grace, His forgiveness, His mercy, His grace, His forgiveness, His mercy, His grace, His forgiveness, His mercy, as we get to know who God is, we cannot help but to say, thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Thank you, God, for your love. And, and faith stirs as we get to know God. Ephesians 2 verse 8 says, For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. This is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God. Faith is a gift from God. And as we come to Him, He gives us faith. As we get to know God, He gives us faith. Romans chapter 10 verse 13 to 17 says, Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on Him to save them unless they believe in Him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go without, without being sent? I'm sending you right now. You're all sent. Thank you, Jesus. That is why the scriptures say, How beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. Have a look at your feet. Your feet are called to be beautiful. But not everyone welcomes the good news. For the Isaiah the prophet said, Lord, who has believed our message? So faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. I think back to Naaman, and, and Naaman heard that there was someone that could heal him. Naaman heard that there was, there was someone that maybe he could be healed. Sorry, I'll just get rid of that one. And I think there was a seed of faith that was activated in his heart, and he stepped in, into that. I think so often people come to God in a moment of desperation. We, we do all we can. We try and sort it out ourselves. We do all the things we can try. And even the most devout atheist gets to the end of their rope and they say, God, if you're real, please help me. 
wonder if anyone's here prayed that, a prayer like that. I did when I was about 14 years old. God, if you're real, please. And you know what? I believe God answers that prayer time after time after time after time. People that say, God, if you're real, please help me. Because even in saying that, there's a, there's a seed of faith that's saying, maybe, God, you are able. And maybe that's you today, that you're in a situation you don't know God, but you're saying, God, maybe, if you're real, can you help me? I believe God's brought you here to help you see that He is real, that Jesus loves you, and that He is going to answer that cry. Faith comes from... I'm just going to skip past them, sorry. Romans 1.17 says, This good news tells us how God makes us right in His sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the Scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Faith comes from knowing God. Faith comes from knowing God. Faith is a gift from knowing Him. And maybe you felt like you, your, your faith just isn't as strong as it used to be. You just feel like your faith is lacking. You feel like you haven't got enough faith. But faith in a big God is the only faith you need. And if we, we feel like we're struggling in our level of faith, let's just come to Him. Let's put on His sunscreen. Let's put on that shield of faith. Let's read His Word. Let's pray. Let's saturate ourselves in the things of God that would remind us who God is, that we might see who God is again, that faith might rise that we would be obedient in those little things day by day by day because we daily are just applying faith. It's like looking through a different lens. It changes our perspective when we look through the eyes of faith. The world might say, oh, you haven't got a job, you haven't got any money, you've got no hope. But God says, I love you, I care about you. Everything in the world is His. And faith says, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to have peace in Him. I'm going to have joy because I know God is my provider and I'm going to trust Him. Faith says even though the situation looks bad, I know I've got a God who loves me and I can trust Him. Faith said even though I've got to start uni in a few weeks and I don't know where I'm going to stay yet, God loves me and I know He's got it in control. Let's look through the eyes of faith. Let's come to God knowing that He is the God who loves us and allow Him to, to grow our faith. This year, let's come back to God. Let's come to Him and allow Him to, to, to surround us with people of faith. Let's, sur let's surround ourselves with words of faith. Let's claim the Scriptures. Let's write up things that God's spoken to us and say, Lord, this is what you have spoken. This is what your Word says. And I'm going to believe it no matter what because you're my God. You're the one who loves me. You're true. You never lie. And let's put on faith. Daring faith is not about doing daring things, but daring to trust God in everything. It's saying, God, I, I believe it. I trust you. Even though it doesn't look like it's going to change at the moment, I'm going to trust you because I know I can trust you in all things. Imagine a world where every disciple of Jesus, every person who knew Jesus, lived every day totally by faith, trusting God never fearing, never worrying, never being anxious. Imagine if every one of us did that here in Colac, that every one of us never feared, never doubted, never 
Anyone like that? No. <laughs> but I believe God wants us to walk more and more in those things of, of, of faith. We're being conformed to the image of Christ. And God wants us to walk by faith. He wants us to have a daring faith, even in the challenge, to rejoice, to have peace, to, to share God's love. And I know some of you I've spoken to even this week that, have, that are going through challenges, real challenges, and that you're just applying faith and saying, no, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to keep loving God. I'm going to keep sharing His love with people, even though at the moment I'm having this challenge. That's daring faith. Trusting God in everything, despite the circumstances. I'm going to ask the band to come. I'm going to pray. And this morning, maybe you're a person that's just, you've got a struggle and you want some daring faith. You feel like you've got no daring faith left. But just as we sing this song, I want you to think about who God is. I want you to think about what God has done, what Jesus did upon the cross. And this morning, maybe you've never understood what Jesus did, but Jesus died on the cross for our sin, that we are clean, as Matt said, we, we're cleaner than any set of teeth in this room. We are washed clean, we are holy, we are, God doesn't judge us as we deserve, because Jesus took our punishment upon the cross. And this morning, we can come to Him and say, thank you, Jesus, for your love. My sin didn't separate you from me. Nothing will separate your love from me. And this morning, let's just ask God again to reveal His love to us. I believe even as, you just, as we focus on Him, as we focus on what He's done for us, faith will rise. Because we cannot see what God has done. We cannot know God and not have faith brought to our heart. Let's not be on a slow fade this year, as Mike talked about a couple of weeks ago. Let's be people that just seek to grow in faith day by day by day. Let this be a year of growing faith. Maybe you've been a Christian for 50 years, but God wants you to grow in faith this year. We're going to sing this song. Can you just put the words up, Charlie? There is love that came for us humbled to a sinner's cross. If we could grasp what Jesus has done for us, we would trust Him with everything, every moment of every day. And I want to pray for that right now. Can we stand? Lord Jesus, I just pray for every one of us here today. God, I pray that You would help us to see again the amazing reality, the amazing truth that Jesus, You came and you, you humbled yourself upon a sinner's cross. You gave your life upon that cross for us. And Lord God, I thank you that we can trust you with everything. God, I pray that you'd help us to have a daring faith that trusts you in everything. Lord, I pray for every person right now that God, you would help us to focus on you and not the problem. That, Lord, as we focus on you day by day, as we open your word, as we hear what you have spoken to us, as we claim your promises, that, Lord, faith would rise. You know, faith is not a feeling. Faith is something we do. But as we put our faith in Him, I believe feelings of joy and peace will come. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. 
But faith is an action. God, I pray right now that we would put our faith in you, that we would have faith for our situation. That, Lord, this year ahead would be a year of seeing you do amazing things as we trust you in every little thing every day. God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. And Lord, we just thank you and praise you today. That you are stronger than any, anything that we might face. And we put our trust, we put our faith in you today. Amen. Let's sing this song together and declare it. Let's claim what we're singing this morning. And if you would like us to pray with you, please come as we sing now. Thanks, guys.